when you're dealing with people, there's some people that uh, really, really energize you. There's some people that exhaust you. How do you deal with those energy drains? That's what we're getting into this week with our show Presence, How to Live and Lead Consciously. Because if you're going to be present, you need to make sure that your energy isn't getting sucked away. I'm Ravi Tangri. I am here from Halifax, Nova Scotia. This is my co-host, Holly Duckworth. And we are here to help you figure out how to deal with those energy drains. Hi, Ravi. It's great to see you. You know, we were, we were talking on the short show about people who, who you meet and you disconnect to, and then those people you meet and you don't connect to. And I think it's sometimes fun to share with our audience that while we have done now over 20 shows together, Ravi and I just had an instant uh, friendship, an instant business connection, and yet we have only been in the same place at the same time two times <laughs> in the course of our career. And that's the power of energy, and that's what can happen when you really pay attention to your energy and the other energies in the room because that's the one thing that I think really deepens trust, deepens connection and conversation. I was a meeting planner for 10 years and energy is that strength and that vitality required for sustained mental activity, physical experiences, and I think even um, spiritual experiences that, um, you know, Ravi and I are working on building some CEO level programs on leadership because uh, with more people working remote and now globally and certainly via technology, we make an assumption that we know somebody just because we've heard their voice or maybe we've seen their voice and been on video, but there is that alchemy of that energy that can only happen when we are in the same room at the same time, or, or I'll joke when we can smell each other out. Uh, that That's kind of what we're going to be, be looking at because there's that positive energy like you and I have, and then there's that draining energy that person who just and i mean this it's magic in being in person i i mean i think of i i really move you know this video is awesome okay next best thing uh no smell factor but it's, <laughs> it's, it's like almost like being in the same room but i remember there was once a client that i was chatting with and literally we were talking for a year on the phone and then I happened to be in this city for uh, working with another client. We met for a breakfast meeting, and within half an hour, we had our, our work agreed to and signed. It was that personal contact can be so powerful. Uh, but, and that's in a positive way, but then it can also go the other way. There can be people who you grate with, who take away the energy that don't, you know, that don't invigorate you. And that's what we really want to focus on this week. How do you deal with that? And, and, and that, you know, not only suck away your energy, but also your time that can take so much time. There, there are customers, you know, I, I've worked with all sorts of industries where there's always a certain bunch of customers that take up all 80% of the problem time. And, you know, what most people realize is there are some, some customers you fire because it's not worth it. They, you are not serving them. They're definitely not serving you. And all they're creating is a drain on your resources. Better to serve that, those that you can serve, uh, serve really well and who appreciate what you have to offer. We talked in the short show about having a little energy 
profile of, you know, people who nourish you and people who don't necessarily nourish you. There's reasons why companies have HR departments and, and the, the dynamics of the HR industry have changed so much because there is a lot more focus and emphasis on building teams that complement each other's strengths and weaknesses and also complement each other's cultures. Um, I know I've been, you know, been in the position over the years of interviewing for jobs and being qualified or overqualified, but then not being selected for the job. And what I would learn later was that my personality profile might not have been the right energetic match with that particular company. That's why I tend to be in hospitality, tourism, and real estate, a positive, high energy, entrepreneurial environments. Um, it's just something to think about as you're, you're starting to match your own people, both hiring people into your life and firing people into your life. Yeah. And, you know, there's uh, a lot of research that's been done that says that our emotional state, when you're dealing one-on-one -on -one with someone, right, uh, our heart projects an electromagnetic field. It can be measured out by a magnetic needlemeter six to eight or more feet out. If you take quantum effects into account, it's, you know, there's no limit. And think of it like, uh, a tuning fork. If you hit a tuning fork, bring it near another one of a similar frequency, what happens? The other one starts vibrating. Well, if someone is in a really great mood, they project that through the electromagnetic field of their heart and people around them start getting attuned and you'll actually find people feeling great. Flip side happens. If someone is in a really negative mood, if you don't know how to, uh, how to guard against this and how to keep yourself grounded, you will start resonating and all of a sudden everyone in the office starts snipping at each other. And, and there's some people who like to be in a negative grumpy mood. That's just their state of being. And it can drain you. It can drain others. And you don't even know why, because it's being communicated through that electromagnetic field. So you've, you, you got to find a way to say, how do I, minimize my exposure to that. And it's not just in work. It's whole, it's in a home environment, right? There's a, there are some relatives that's like, oh my God, do I have to go visit them? It's because you, you feel cold, right? So the show again is, is present and present is about how you want to show up energetically in the world. And here's, here's a funny little tip that I use when I get in those situations. Like you just talked about the family relationship scenario, or for me, it might be at a business networking event that I meet somebody who maybe has diabolically massively different views on life than I do. And I have a little saying I, I say in my, in my mind, I look at this person and I say, I accept you. I bless you. I accept you. I bless you. I accept you. I bless you because it's not that that builds an energetic bridge with this person that I don't have to agree with them. I don't have to disagree with them. But if I want peace and I want peace in my lifetime, I can let that person be opposed to me and have the feelings that they want to feel. I can have the feelings I want to feel and I can still still bless them and we can have whether it's a five minute cocktail at a cocktail party or a longer meeting. But I'm going to accept and bless that the wisdom and the intellect and what they bring into the room. And then I'm going to go on about my merry way. We, we talked a little bit early in the, um, some of the shows. We can be in resistance or we can be in flow. And often if I get with negative Nelly, I'm going to let negative Nelly do what she wants to do. But I'm going to be in the flow of who I am and bless them on their way. Yeah. And something i got to say is this is not about judging someone. It's respecting them where they're at. But if someone chooses to stay always in that negativity, I choose to look after myself and minimize my exposure. And, and I appreciate what you're saying. That can help with the time. But I'm also going to probably not spend, for me, not spend as much time as, as, as 
I might otherwise. Now, one of the things to think about, this is show is about how to live and lead consciously. If you are leading a change effort in an organization, generally in, in a change effort, you've got uh, 5% who are on side with you, 5% who are resisting, and the other 90% are waiting to see who wins. <laughs> and the thing is, the person who wins is where the people who get the energy. And where do you focus your attention? Do you focus it on the people who are excited or do you focus it on the people who are resisting? Most people focus it on the resistors to try to get them on board. And that is honestly the most effective change leaders I've ever worked with say that is the biggest mistake. You give them the minimum attention that they require and you performance manage them. Here are the objectives. Here are the resources. It is now your responsibility to come on board or your performance managed out. It's as simple as that. Uh, because, And then you focus on the people who are really on board, that top 5%, and then not next 10 to 15. Support, nurture, coach, encourage them. That's still performance management. Performance management isn't just for the negative. It's to create the best performance. But the time and energy goes with those top performers not with the the resistors so i was coaching a client this week we had that that exact experience so yeah i mean it, it is true that what you put your energy on increases and if you put yourself in that negative downward spiral of energy that's what you're going to continue to get and if you can choose to start to step into that more positive energy um we're you know recording now at the holidays when there's a lot going on and we're all supposed to be happy 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 you know sometimes uh the holidays can can be a little bit of a challenge but it is your opportunity to start saying what is what is my intention here and how am I going to surround myself with like-minded people? Well, the holidays are a tough time for a lot of people. It's supposed to be so happy. And yet there's a lot of people who, you know, it's all about family. There's a lot of people who've had challenges and so on and have had difficulties with family, lost family. So it can be a very, very challenging time for people. Um, and so it's really especially important to make sure you create some time with people that nurture you and create the things that, that do nurture you. You want the energy boosters, not the energy drains. Yeah, and another tip when you are working with energy drain people is you may have to um, schedule start times and end times with them so you can make your break. Uh, really recognizing that sometimes when you have different languaging or different energies, conveying even a simple message can take longer. <laughs> and so, you know, breaking little messages up and having start times and end times and being willing to walk away. We joked, I think it was probably in one of the first five shows about uh, needing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you could just use that time to, to break away, break up the energy, collect your thoughts, to, you know, reset your intention and come back to that call. So making sure sometimes that uh, you feel safe to walk away is also a great tip for dealing with energy drains. Well, and actually something I've done with some of my clients is when they get upset with someone in a meeting, they often, you know, usually in meeting rooms, the chairs are on wheels, right? What they do is they sort of roll away from the desk a little bit, the, the meeting table. And what that does is is a cue for them to breathe, trigger the relaxation response, give them a chance to ground themselves before they re-engage. So you don't even have to leave the room. A little trigger like that can be used to go, okay, I'm stepping away from this a little bit to give myself a breather. Yeah. 
And uh, as I said, with the, if you're dealing with change, uh, if you're dealing with people who are resisting change, the key is to, you give, to give them the, the information they need, the resources they need, but you minimize your time and your performance manage it. You work with them and say, here are the objectives, here are the resources. You are now responsible. Here are the timelines, and we will check in at these times. And here are the here are the the here's the payoff if you hit those objectives, and here are the consequences if you do not. And then you simply performance manage them. It is then their responsibility. Don't spend all your time because that just sucks your energy, and you have nothing to give to the people that are moving things forward. I, I have um, another tip. Sometimes we end up in social media chains with these folks. There's these really cool things called unfriend and unfollow. Um, do not reply. These are also great strategies for those people who trigger you, that you do not have to choose to be triggered by them. And again, it's a little different in the workplace, but in the social, social space environment, um, give yourself the freedom to say, I am unfriending you. Uh, and there's lots of ways you can Google how to do that, that they know, and sometimes that they don't know, and it, it doesn't matter. But if, if they're not supporting your highest and best, ask them on their way. Yeah, and, and even if, if you're into a discussion that gets very heated, right, on Facebook, or you can turn off notifications so you're not – people don't – Form you or you're not informed with every comment that comes on. And as we said in the power show, honestly, there's some people that you need to fire from your life sometimes. If a total respect, they choose to be in that place of gloom and doom, totally respect their choice. That's not the energy I choose for me. So, you know, there, there, there are people that, uh, that uh, it's not necessarily a negative thing to fire friends. So we've made some really conscious and deliberate choices as we move the show and this conversation into 2017. And one of those choices we made in, back in November to move to two shows a week, the power show or the short show on Tuesday and then the longer deep dive on Thursday. And we did this to spark more conversation and collaboration with you, our listening audience and our, our community out there. And we're going to be making that transition come January 1st that we're going to do the, the power show complimentary each week. And then we're going to have a membership option or a subscribe option, a paid subscription option for the deeper dive shows. We want to hear your feedback. What is working for you on this? What isn't working? How can we provide you the best content in 2017? Believe it or not, Ravi and I are starting to look at adding some documentation to the shows, worksheets, handouts, um, maybe some white papers, that type of thing to support your work. Our commitment is to help you be the most present leader in your home and leader in your work life, no matter what your path takes in 2017. And as a part of that, Next week's show, Christmas week, we're going to talk about how to be present and peaceful at the holidays. Presence is all about how you choose to show up at work and at home. And many of us will have a few days off next week. Some people take in Friday and Saturday. I know with, with Christmas being a Sunday, that sort of changes up the dynamics of this holiday season. But no matter how you celebrate, whether it's a traditional Christmas or you celebrate in a Jewish tradition or a Buddhist tradition, or perhaps you're celebrating Kwanzaa, the Festival of Light, we want this season to be peaceful for all people, all walks of faith, all walks of life, all 
orientations, and that's really our commitment, uh, not only at this holiday time of year, but all year long. So with that, join us for next week's short show on how to be present and peaceful this holiday season, and then, of course, a deep dive as well. Okay, thanks, folks. See you soon.